So we are sitting in the hospital right now. I am just under 32 weeks pregnant. So you guys may hear some random sounds of beepings and um, heartbeats and yeah. <laughs> my IV thing may go off at any moment. But. I figured out how to work the machine too and how to turn the volume down. So you did. I think I could even deliver this baby now after You ready? That. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Um, we had talked about this episode uh, prior to this week and we wanted to share with you guys how different this pregnancy has been for us compared to Jordan when we had him almost six years ago. And um, we just wanted to open up about like how different it has been. And uh, let's just say we got a curveball we did not see coming. And um, it makes that even more, like the understatement of the year that this pregnancy is different than Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. It was a crazy curveball. <laughs> I was out of the country working. I was, um, you guys already know this, but I travel uh, full-time as a musical director for the artist and band Israel Holton and New Breed. And we were overseas. Oh, we're in Africa. Uh, we went to Cameroon and then we went to um, Nigeria. And I flew back Monday and I landed back in L.A. at 11.30 a.m. Um, we went and picked up Jordan from school. I went to the gym and then came home and took Danny Lee to her normal just doctor's appointment. He was watching my blood pressure already. Um, I had been in, I had had like some pains a week before and he had watched me. And ever since that, that episode of some pains happening in my chest, he had been watching my blood pressure. And so I had seen him Thursday before the weekend, like while you were in Africa and he, my blood pressure was high. And so he was like, Take an easy weekend. I want to see you on Monday. So Monday was like a follow-up appointment for my blood pressure. And uh, it was really quick. He was like, you're going to the hospital. I'm like, yeah. Dang it. And I'm sitting here <clears throat> next to her, tired, jet lagged, Still everything. stinky from African, <laughs> from still, the plane. I still smell like funky plane and gym on top of that. Ooh, Lord. Um, and... He's like, yeah, we're sending you to the doctor or to the hospital. And so we did that knowing that most likely she's probably going to have to spend the night. Yeah, we thought like one night, no big deal. It's fine. He's just going to watch me. My blood pressure will come down. And instead of that, it skyrocketed. Um, if for anyone who has a medical background and you care, my blood pressure went over 185 over 100, um, which is definitely in the zones of possibilities of stroke and seizure, uh, they were very concerned for me. They gave me a shot to boost baby girl's lungs in case they had to deliver me emergency. Um, and they gave me some really strong medicine to bring my blood pressure down and to basically relax everything. I had to be on that medicine for over 24 hours. They kept me on it for about 30 hours. Um, ever since then, though, thank God, my numbers have been better and the doctor even said today he's surprised how much he hasn't had to uh, manage me with medicine. So that is such a praise report that God has really kept my numbers down and kept everything calm since yeah. that first episode on Monday. So it's been like four days now. It, it was crazy. It was crazy. That night I went home and Danny Lee stayed at the hospital. I took Jordan home and took him to the park too. That same day we had to play soccer, of course. <laughs> and... Woke up the next morning and I had a text message from my dad saying my grandmother passed. And so, so now I'm sitting here 
tired. The next morning, my wife's in the hospital, and doctor basically said um, she's going to have to be there until we figure out what's going on. And I'm sitting here reading this text message that my grandmother passed, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to go to this funeral. I can't leave Jordan, so I'm going to have to bring him. So it, it's, it's been the, the last few days has been really crazy. So um, we want to share with you guys just how we've been doing and how we've been dealing with this pregnancy. It's not what we expected. Not at all. We just thought it'd be something completely different. And there's been so many changes. Um, there's been so, a lot of disappointments too, because we kind of set our mind to how we think this baby's going to be based off of the last baby, based off of people's stories. I mean, we kind of picture, you know, how we're going to do it, set up the house, even what the mm-hmm. sex life is going to look like, everything up until the baby. And uh-huh. not one thing has happened how we thought it would not happen. Not one thing. And so um, if you guys are ready to hear everything and we're going to talk about it, let's go ahead and do it. And let's, let's dig. dig. Thank you for tuning in to the Let's Dig podcast, where Pierre and Danny Lee invite you into their personal conversation. Listen to them dig deep to bring you hope, inspiration, and valuable tools to equip your goals. Learn ways to think beyond your current situation and help make steps towards a life you haven't even dreamed of. We all don't have it figured out, but as they dig, you'll dig with them and find some of your own gems along the way. So here are your hosts of Let's Dig, Pierre and Danny Lee. So I will say that, um, you know, when you're going into, maybe this is just a learning curve for parents who go into their second pregnancy and you just think that it's going to be like the first one. Like Jordan was a very easy pregnancy. Um, I felt healthy most of the time. I didn't have any complications. Um, And so I kind of just expected that to be the same for the second one. Um, and you know, maybe parents out there who have already been through their second and third and fourth, you guys must know this learning curve and you probably don't go into it with the same expectations, but I guess we were a little naive to think that, yeah, we had a really easy one, the first one. So the second one will be easy too. And it has been everything, but, uh, starting out with a pregnancy, even when I first got pregnant, I did have to go on bed rest for a few days, um, just in case that they thought I might were maybe miscarrying. That was hard too for me because I actually felt like oh, yeah, some of the blame right. was on me because I I remember thinking, you know, baby, remember when we were pregnant with Jordan? You remember you were active, you were working out, like we're going on walks and doing all these things and living the fun life and still doing these things. And I thought this shouldn't be any different. Let's stay active. Keep going to the gym, you know. And keep... I was. I was going to the gym. Yeah. Riding my bike. And walking to work. when we had Jordan, we lived on a third third floor with no elevator. It was stairs. And That's so I'm true. like, remember when we had Jordan? We was going up and down stairs the whole time. Groceries, always hiking. And so now I'm like, this should be the same. And pushing her and just, you know, still was having good sex, all that stuff. And... Went to um, the doctor and... I think I was like seven weeks pregnant and had some spotting and they told me, okay, like you could be miscarrying, so you have to go on... They called it active bed rest and so you could do normal activity, like very limited, but uh, no working, no lifting, pelvic all that rest. stuff. Oh, was it pelvic rest? Pelvic that was called rest. pelvic rest. I'm so sorry. when I heard pelvic rest, I'm like, okay, I know only there's only one concern in the <laughs> pelvic area... <laughs> That I'm more concerned about. What are you worried about? And I'm like, does that mean the certain area in this pelvic area (laughs) has to be, 
you know, do not disturb. Do not disturb. Then that was the situation. That was the case. Um, but thank God. So ba- long story short, we got me a concubine. Oh, and, my gosh. You um, never cease to amaze me with what you throw out here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we were fine. Thank God. We didn't get a concubine, by the we way. We did not get a concubine. Because I, it. It, I know people are thinking it, and they're like, you guys not saying anything. You guys aren't denying it. <laughs> so let me go ahead and say, as not. of right now, there's no concubine Babe. in the picture. There's no concubines coming, guys. But so thankfully, like that turned out to be safe. There was no more scare. We were fine. I was way sicker with this pregnancy, like nauseous and just didn't feel good. I slept all the time. I would cry that I was so tired of being tired. I, I missed I, Pierre. Like I was like, babe, I'm, I miss you so much. I just can't stay awake to spend time with you. And I, I would remember cry. You, I remember you even crying because you felt disappointed because you felt like you were letting me down. Totally. Because you felt like you should have been this, you know, CrossFit, rope climbing. Well, and before know. I got pregnant with her, I had done so well in the gym. Like, I had been in the gym three to four days a week for the last two years since we moved to California. Like, I had been really consistent. So in my head... I was going to be in the gym this whole pregnancy. That's yeah. That was my every intention. And then when I got put on the rest, it knocked me off of my schedule and I just could not get back on it. Like I just, but I really did think I was going to be one of those CrossFit pregnant women, like killing it the whole time. Yeah. I think that is something that as women, we always fight the, um, we see other women do it and we want to be that. We want to be the superhuman, like, we already are superhuman. We grow living beings inside right. of our body and we want to push it to the max or we want to live up to these other expectations that we see women do and we feel like we're less than if we don't make it to that point. Right. And it's always a struggle. It's comparison. Even when I first got pregnant with her, I really struggled with how much my belly showed at the beginning. Yeah. I was self-conscious Again, it's just comparison of how much I was showing at the beginning. Right. And I didn't want to show my belly and I did we hadn't announced yet and I was I felt like I was too big and I looked at all these other women and what is their bump? How many weeks is she? Like yeah. comparison is such a thief, man. Like it will steal so much from you. And I think that it goes all across the board in pregnancy and motherhood. Um, I know it's not just a woman thing. It's it's everyone deals with it and struggles with it. You sometimes like you have to watch where you're comparing your career to someone else's career or, yeah. you know, where you are at in school or how far you've made it and you haven't, you know, all these things like we have to take those limitations off of ourselves yeah. and be like, I'm not them. They're not me. I have to do what I can do for me and do yeah. the best that I can and accept it. Yeah, and I think for this pregnancy, our biggest situation was we just compared it to the first one. Right. And we just thought, okay, we did this before, exactly how we did it. And I remember one time, I finally, um, one evening we were sitting there and I finally said, babe, we have to keep telling ourselves this is not the same baby this right. is not the same time. We cannot expect the same thing to happen because we're going to be disappointed. And it happened. It, it, it happened. There were several times where, you know, I remember thinking, you know, speaking of sex, you know, I remember thinking like we when we were pregnant the first time, like we were having sex all the time. 
all the time. I okay. mean, up Take until even up until the baby was coming. Well, when yeah, because I was like, dude, you need to get him out of here. That's what I'm saying. I was trying to get him out since day one. <laughs> and so I'm just saying we were up until the moment it's you true. went to that hospital to get induced because he was four days late. Yep. We didn't come up with a name for him till the week he was coming. Yeah, the That's week how, he was due. Yeah, so we just did the same thing this time around and here we are seven months sitting here in the hospital and <laughs> She's it's coming like in a matter of the weeks. last time we had sex, I didn't know that was gonna be the last time. Before you went to I Africa, come back, yo, I did not know. Yo, I came back from this trip thinking like I'm about to get some <laughs> of this stuff. I'm about to get this business. I was ready to give you the business. And I'm and I here we are you you in Africa. And here we are. Now I'm sitting here thinking like you mean to tell me the last time we had sex that was the last time and now we can't do it in this hospital bed i don't think so right i'm looking at this bed the way this bed is set up this can't work and And you got stuff strapped on you everywhere and then now it goes into now we go into recovery mode after baby and then you know their doctors are talking about possible c-section all these things and so it's like man this pregnancy is not what we thought and honestly this week has been a hard week, a hard yes. week. You know, I, man, it's like being like a single dad, right? That's how I feel because I'm taking, I'm waking up with Jordan, getting him ready for school, giving him breakfast, picking him up. And, but you're still in the picture. You're just in the hospital. And I, right. and I feel like I need to come and spend time with you because I miss you, especially how this whole thing happened. We didn't go to the, to the doctor thinking like, you're going to stay there. We went to the doctor just for a quick checkup. Right. We were going and back so home to it's dinner. almost like not getting closure. We're playing right. dinner and it's like, what? And then having to bring Jordan here after school for him to spend time with you. It's been, it's, it's been really hard. And yeah. so, man, I don't, Man, I just, even right now as we're talking about it, I don't know what's next. I don't know, you know, we don't have, we don't have anything off the registry yet. We don't, we were literally in the middle of figuring out what to do with our apartment on how to prep for his baby. I was still looking at plans for a baby shower. Like I just told him today, like. Right, we can't have a baby shower now. I didn't, I didn't um, buy a single outfit for my daughter that sounds weird to say. Um, Which we need a name for that girl. <laughs> we need a name for her. Um, I didn't buy a single outfit because I thought, oh, that's what you get at baby showers. You get so much clothes and stuff like that. Like, I don't need to go buy her things yet because we, we'll get so much stuff. Could we have a baby shower, like, here at the hospital? It's a possibility. That's what we may have friend to. said last night. We're like, we'll just do a shower. I'm like, I don't know how many people they'll let us have in here. But um, if not, though, you guys will get the invitation for a little party after she's home and you yeah. can all come see her and no speaking of which man um this is this everything has been crazy even this week everyone is texting us and calling us saying you know if you guys need anything let us know and man pride is a killer bro because sometimes we get so prideful and i feel like i don't want to ask anyone for anything right you know, I don't want to ask anyone for anything. But when the tables are turned and someone else is going through something, I say those lines. I say, if you need anything, and we let beg, us know. We please beg. let me know. Please tell me how I can help you. And I genuinely want them to ask us for anything. 100%. Now, the tables are turned and someone is saying it to me and I just don't feel right. And I just keep thinking like, man, you have not because you ask not. You have not because you ask not. And yeah. so even this week, you know, as I'm sitting here and I'm recording this, like if you guys feel led to help us out with anything that'd be great we haven't you know we've been bringing in in and out uh fast food (laughs) just a lot of just man spending so much money on 
on restaurant food is so crazy and just trying to figure out how Just because of convenience, thing. because you're running you, everywhere. And then honestly, babe, you having to stop working two months right. earlier than what we expected. I was working two jobs Cause baby girl, two was, weeks ago, she's she she was expected March fourteenth. Uh-huh. You know we're sitting here and it's early January still, and you're done. You're Which done. Which is insane. Yeah, and so it's like, wow, man. It is different, but I will say, with all of that, like, I cannot say how much I have such peace. How everything worked out. How you landed on Monday, and I right. landed in the hospital Monday night. How there's so many details that God worked out for us, and it really is a piece that passes understanding. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I'm not worried about this girl. She's going to be so healthy and strong, and um, and I just, I just am so grateful. Like, for everyone who's reached out, who's sent prayers, yeah. all the things that God has been doing, I've seen his hand in so much of it this week and and even in the details and through this whole pregnancy. And, um, I don't want to make light of that. Like there's struggles here. We don't want to make light of those either. Like we want to be real with you guys and show you that this isn't easy. It is tough. Here's things we're going through, but at the end of the day, like God is in control and nothing caught him by surprise. Yeah. And he has given us such peace and the most amazing community Mm -hmm. of people around us that, we are so so grateful for. So I didn't want to. I don't want to skip over that. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I'm. I don't know how we would make it. I don't know how we would have made it this far without the community that that we've had. You know, we actually have more people in our circle now helping us out than we did when we had Jordan. The crazy thing is, is so when we talked about baby number two, this was probably three years ago. We lived in Florida, and. We started thinking about baby number two. Jordan had just turned three. And then we realized we were moving. Something shift was happening. And we waited. Got called, you know, got the opportunity to come to California. We moved to L.A. And when we were moving here, even though we felt like as a family we were ready for a second one, we literally did not get pregnant because we said we don't want to do it without a community. Right. We can't have a second baby without a community. And we waited while we were here for over a year, built friends, built relationships, built that community. And that same community is what is keeping us alive right now. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. it's, it's priceless. And it was all set up to be that way. Yeah. It's it, bro. It is true what they say. Like you can't, it takes a village to raise a kid. And that is so true. We have a village, we have a tribe around us and man they're our life support those people they really are and so man it's it's been crazy this pregnancy has just been a blessing it's been a blessing from from day one it's crazy you've that's a hard statement i don't know if i could say that it has been a blessing yeah that's a really deep statement bro okay to say after all the things that struggle like she's gonna be the blessing like when she gets here yeah, it, it's been a blessing because, and that's why I wanted us to record this episode, is you decide how you want to see a situation. It's true. We can sit here and curse God and be upset. God, why are you doing this? Or we could change our perspective and say, God, why are you allowing this? Mm. Instead of sitting here and being like, man, God, you're doing this, you're doing this. It's like, wait, no, why are you allowing this? What, 
what is it that I need to learn in this type of situation? Right. And here I am learning so many different lessons. We're getting closer. Jordan is growing. Um, so we're fast. understanding so much more about relationships and people. We're understanding compassion more. So many different things. That's and true. what I'm saying, this, this baby has been a blessing, is we're not just getting a baby out of this whole thing. We're getting so many different things when it comes to relationship, when it comes to life, our careers, our eyes are just opening. Even my faith growing, like just absolutely having peace. Like, like when you walk through these seasons and you realize, like, oh, normally I'd be bawling my eyes out, or you even just your perception of things. Like I told you two days ago, I said, "Ma'am, how lucky are we? How blessed are we that?" We've had friends who said, okay, you're on bed rest at the hospital. You have to hold this baby for three or four weeks to even give it a shot of life. And I said, babe, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. This baby is past that point. She's she's in the safe zone. Yep. Will she be a preemie? Yep. Will she be in the NICU for a little bit? Sure. Yep. But she's she's going to be fine. Like, right. And how grateful are we for that so it's literally sh- shifting your your perception and your mind thought of like but god it could have been different god it could have right. been worse like it could have been okay, worse. okay we'll take you this because we're so thankful that it's not that your doctor's appointment could have been one or two days before i came back to the states right and i would have had i'd be coming back to the states straight to the hospital it could have been just worse trying to figure out yeah. who has Jordan for it could have been worse 24 seven. She could be in critical condition in, in your stomach. You could have had a stroke. You could have had a seizure. Right. So many things could have happened. Baby could have had complications. She doesn't have not one complication with her, right? She yeah. is perfectly healthy, kicking strong. And I'm believing she's gaining weight like nobody's business. Yeah. yeah so man. it is, it is, you're right. It is a blessing. Um, it comes with, Growth is always painful. It's stretching and it's hard. Um, but, you know, when God is walking you through it, nothing beats that peace, yeah, man. And yeah. I, I'm so thankful for it. Yeah. And I can feel it. So um, keep the prayers coming. Yes, um, So we are dealing with, if anyone cares, it is preeclampsia that we are facing right now, which causes blood pressure to go up. It changes, um, like, my kidneys and things like that. But ever since I had the issue on Monday where I went super high with my blood pressure, the doctor even said today, yeah. I am surprised that I've not had to use any medicine on you to keep your blood pressures down. And that is all God. So the prayers are working. And yes. now it's just the plan of keeping her in there as long as possible yeah. to get her stronger. And I just want to take this moment again to just say thank you. To everyone who just sent us a text message, who sent us a call. Thank you uh, so much. A message on social media. Even those who who sent flowers and gifts and came Gift here. cards. And brought snacks. I mean, the ones that even gave us money. That That's good, too. I had, um, I won't say who it is, but, you know, with my grandma passing away, I'm having to go to Florida. And that's no problem. Okay, I can get a ticket. But then it's like, okay, wow, I need to bring Jordan. And so I'm like, that's really throwing a wrench a curveball offsetting our expenses for the week and for the month and i'm like danny's out of work now and and i had someone just help me they said yeah we'll help you get a ticket and i'm just sitting here i'm like wow thank you god for sending these type of people in our lives and so i just want to say thank you to everyone um and with this with this episode i wanted to use this as opportunity to just say to everyone that's listening you know let's guard our minds Let's protect our mindsets, right? Let's put the right people in, in in our circle and in our environment. You know, I had Danny Lee 
you know, she had several people calling her and I straight up told her, I said, babe, if someone is calling you and you know all they want to do is talk about the bad stuff or the negative stuff or, oh, you know what could happen or this could happen. I told her, I told my wife, I said, don't pick up the phone. You do not pick up that phone call. Even if it's a family member, even if it's a family member, no one is entitled. No one, we don't owe anyone uh, uh, an opportunity to talk on the phone. If I know someone is going to send you a negative report right. or have your mind going down this this rat race or even at right. night when you're sitting in your hospital bed by yourself and right. someone sends you an article or something like that on Twitter. Like, I'm like, whoa, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, yeah. we are, only good vibes, yeah, only good vibes. Yeah, we are definitely protecting, you know, our hearts and our minds. And, and that stuff raises your your blood pressure again, that's man. That's true, like and in literal stuff, senses of it, yeah. That, that stuff literally gets you hyped you out, and it right. has you worried about things. And so I I wanted people to hear this so that you guys knew this is our perspective right now as we're sitting here in the hospital with random microphones. The quality's <laughs> not even that great. Danny is having a pee and poop in a little basket. Why she's, are you talking about my bedpan, bro? Hey, she's been laying down in his bed for four days. Lord. I'm a single dad right now taking care of this kid. My grandmother just passed. All these things. And here we are, smiling, happy, laughing. And first of all, it's because of God. It's because of that faith. And it's because of good people, good environment, good vibes yeah. only. And these are the type of environments that we need to be in all the time because that's how we're going to get lifted up. That's right. how we're going to come out the situation. Danielle's nurses, they've been so good. Amazing. They've been amazing. I could not imagine a nurse coming in here and saying, well, the lady, the room down, you know, she had your situation and she was here for four weeks and it was terrible. Right. What? Get out of this. Get out of this room right now. I don't. I don't need any bad vibes in this room right now because totally. why do we want to think about worst case scenario right. when thinking about the best case scenario is free? That's true. If you go to sleep at night, why go to sleep thinking of the worst that can happen? Go to sleep at night thinking of the best that can happen. That's the better way to live. So that's what I wanted to say just with this whole episode and everything that we're talking about. We hope you're really getting something out of this. We hope you feel encouraged. Um, we want to hear your stories, especially for the mothers out there that's gone through these type of things. Um, we would actually even ask you if you feel led, call Danny Lee, give her a text message, DM her on Facebook or Instagram, things like that. Cause these type of stories, they lift us up. It's true. They lift us up and they really pull us out of places, sunken places in our minds. Sometimes even me, I've been dealing with some weird thoughts in my head thinking like what happens if Danny Lee during the procedure, during the C-section and I get it. These stories are common. I get it. People go through these things that she's going through, but in my mind, I'm thinking like there could also be that one percent or that one person right. that didn't make it on this surgery. And I'm like, now nah, I'm a single dad with two kids, and in my head, I'm like, where? How did I get here mentally? I told a friend about this the other day, and my friend literally pulled me out of that pit. Mm. Pulled me out of that pit, and you know what he said? And I'm gonna quote him right now. He said, "Don't sit around and think about what if." He said, "Think about." Even if. Hmm. And I was like, wow, that's good. Instead of me saying, okay, what if this happened right. to Danny Lee? You know, forget that. Have a mindset of even if. Even if. And I was like, wow, that's, that's good. It's not about the what if. It's about the and even if. Yeah. 
And so that really lifted me up. This friend pulled me out. If I didn't have that guy in my life, man, I don't know. The last the last two days was just hard for me. And yeah. today was actually the best day I've had since I've come I back. I can see a difference in you just today. I feel today. good, man. Because the feel past good. two days have been, man, y'all know Pierre, he don't get shook. He does not get shooketh. And right. the last two days, I it has been hard to see him um, look the way you have. And for me to not be able to do anything about it, like there's nothing... I can do, but just lay in this bed and protect the baby. Like, that's it. So today to see you have, like, some pep in your step and, like, something to say, like, it is, thank God. And Yo, I walked into this hospital. I feel like Shaft. <laughs> like, where's the where's the wah guitar, the wah-wah guitar? And I'm just like, well, I got my boots on. I came in with a trench coat and everything. He's feeling himself today. I was like, hey, I feel good today, but... Praise God and thank God, you to right? everyone. Yes, thank you to thank everyone. You. So I hope you guys enjoyed today. We love you guys and let's keep in touch. We are just thankful for you guys. Thank you for uh, following along with us. And we're going to share as much as we can just to keep you all in the loop. Um, community is huge. That's the only reason we started this thing was to build a community. And uh, we, we didn't really think it had anything to do with um a hospital or a second baby we just wanted to build a community um but now here where we are and this is what we're going to share with you guys so we love you so much thank you for the prayers keep them coming they're working and um we'll talk to y'all soon you've been listening to let's dig the podcast if you've enjoyed today be sure to subscribe rate and share this episode also pierre and danny lee would love to hear from you Find them on all social media platforms at Let's Dig the Podcast. Thanks for digging with us. We'll see you next time. We'll